it's hard to sustain yourself as a leading democracy in the world if you can't ge- ge- can't generate some unity. So I'm not going to change anything in any fundamental way. Well, we'll uh, leave that live feed there. That is Joe Biden, President Biden, speaking live uh, from the White House uh, here on LBC News. Uh, I'm joined live now uh, by our Washington correspondent, Simon Marks. Um, We're seeing a confident Joe Biden there. I mean, he used the word optimistic several times, I heard, in that speech. He's he's got reason to after uh, the election results we've seen so far. Well, he does. There's no question about that. But what you're listening to there is a man who's taking a victory lap, even though he doesn't yet know whether he's really won anything because um, we don't have the results uh, to show whether the Democrats have managed to save uh, their majority in the House of Representatives. That is certainly looking unlikely. And the fate of the Senate hangs in the balance and will almost certainly uh, be decided either by the outcome of the uh, Senate race in Nevada, where counting is still taking place, or uh, in about a month's time in Georgia when the runoff uh, occurs there between the incumbent Democrats Raphael Warnock uh, and his Trump-backed challenger uh, Herschel Walker. Uh, So President Biden is certainly framing these election results, or at least the ones that we've had so far, uh, in historic terms, talking about the strong night that the Democrats had, describing himself um, uh, as uh, uh, enjoying the best midterm performance uh, for any Democratic president in the last 40 years, all of which is perfectly true. He didn't lose anything like the amount of ground that Barack Obama and Bill Clinton lost uh, after the first two years of their presidencies and they both of course went on to enjoy a second term in office Um, but he's talking there about uh, a a victory for uh, democracy uh, about voters speaking clearly um, and insisting that democracy must be preserved along with uh, the right to choose that of course a reference to uh, abortion rights in the United States uh, but the reality is there are, there are still a pretty substantial number of Republican candidates uh, who have adhered themselves to Donald Trump's completely unfounded claims about the legitimacy of America's electoral process who have romped to victory. I mean well, only I did, a couple of... I, ahead, say, I did hear a slight note of caution there because I, I did hear him at one point say he's prepared to work with his Republican colleagues and I found that quite interesting because I mean the point really is whether they're prepared to work with him. Yeah absolutely I mean, this is a man who relentlessly has miscalculated the strength of the polarization in Washington, D.C. It was only a couple of days ago that uh, I think the Washington Post was reporting that people around Joe Biden uh, said that he was expressing surprise that uh, this kind of threat to American democracy from conspiracy theorists within the Republican Party was still a thing. He thought that it would all have gone away by now. But the reality is that it's absolutely ingrained in the polarization of America's system. And he was talking there at one point where he he said that he's going to invite Republicans and Democrats into the White House to present their ideas on how they can work together uh, once he gets back from his upcoming trip to COP27 and then the G20 uh, in Bali. Uh, But, you know, the reality is there are going to be potentially in the House of Representatives uh, senior figures uh, in the leadership of the House if the Republicans secure control of it, who have absolutely embraced the conspiracy theories not just of Donald Trump, but of QAnon as well. I see that President Biden says that he's going to be speaking later today to Kevin McCarthy, the Republican leader uh, in the House of Representatives, and the man who is uh, absolutely 
um, uh, uh, poised uh, to become Speaker of the House if the Republicans win. President Biden telling that press conference that he thinks the Democrats still have the possibility of keeping the House, but it's going to be close. I would suggest to you that he would not be reaching out to Kevin McCarthy unless he fully expected Kevin McCarthy, the Republican, to become the Speaker of that legislative body once Congress reconvenes uh, in January. Uh, he's also talking about uh, restoring the soul of the country is starting to happen. So he's very much trying to portray these midterm elections as a punctuation point that will allow America to put behind it the threat to democracy, the whole sort of Donald Trump approach to life. But that is very ingrained within many of the Republicans who have won national office over the course of the last uh, 18 hours. Uh, and it's going to be very challenging for President Biden. He said he wanted to put politics uh, behind the country. The country really wants everybody to focus uh, on the work that lies ahead. Well, the real work that lies ahead for the country's politicians is gearing up for the 2024 presidential election. So I just wanted to take br- politics out of it. I just wanted to briefly look ahead to that as well, because uh, another interesting point, we've been hearing uh, speeches from Donald Trump in the previous few weeks looking ahead and hinting at an announcement after these elections. Now, could potentially be that he was hoping he'd be riding high to potentially make his announcement that he's going to run again for the White House. Now, given that the Republicans haven't fared nearly as well as as some people thought they would, and given that DeSantis in Florida seems to be riding high, could we perhaps not see the announcement we expected? Well, there is apparently behind the scenes, obviously in Mar-a-Lago, a discussion about uh, the impact of uh, the absence of the red wave that Donald Trump had predicted on Donald Trump's own claim to be the leadership, uh, to be the leader of the Republican Party, uh, and uh, on his plan next Tuesday at Mar-a-Lago to announce that he's running for the presidency again in 2024. I mean, you know, he made the announcement that he was going to make the announcement. He didn't have to do that. He could have waited until after the midterm elections along with all the other potential candidates out there so he kind of owns it he's kind of stuck with it there are apparently some advisors telling him not necessarily to make the announcement on tuesday others suggesting that he should go ahead but maybe in a different format instead of doing it behind the closed doors of the mar-a-lago estate maybe attend some kind of a rally and do it there but yes you're absolutely right just down the road in florida he's got a major challenger in the form of governor ron DeSantis, who won more than 60% of the vote last night in Florida. Florida is now a completely Republican state. There's not a single Democrat still holding elected statewide office in the Sunshine State. And David, you know how important Florida is every four years. It's got so many votes in the Electoral College when the presidential election comes around. And and a state that was seen as a swing state at one point. Yeah, absolutely. A key swing state. The battle ground state that you couldn't really countenance winning the election without well the republicans at the moment are looking absolutely strong there absolutely strong too in texas it's worth just noting briefly that beto o'rourke the young uh, much beloved by young activists the young democrat in texas went down to defeat in the governor's race there uh, yesterday not the first time he's lost his quest for elected office in the state of texas and you know all of this talk about how texas was increasingly becoming a bit of a battleground state that has also once again evaporated over the course of the last few hours so what does donald trump do next tuesday i think he probably doubles down and announces that he is indeed going to be a, a candidate
candidate for the president. I mean, he's never struck me as the retreating type, but there's a first <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, thank you very much, Simon, our US correspondent, Simon Marks. Uh, just looking back on that speech uh, we've heard from Joe Biden. Uh, confident, uh, well, whether he has cause to be confident entirely, uh, we'll find out when the final results come in. It's still looking very tight for the Senate. You're listening to LBC News. It's 9.39. The headlines will be here next. This is LBC News.